Bring me everyone. What do you mean everyone? Everyone! I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe. Let me explain something to you. Um, I am not Mr. Lebowski. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. No one is to stone anyone until I blow this whistle. You can't fight in here. This is the war room. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Have a have a. They're recording now. <laughs> and I'm gonna go into a very basic intro. Hello, welcome to Zudo's gang. How are you? You good? Good. Um, um, this is 144 episode 144. Um, I'm very low energy today. It's um, the end of August. We don't get a great summer. It's um, the the dreary walk to the fall, as you guys in America will call it, or the winter here, as it's supposed to be called, and um, or autumn, this is supposed to be called, um, and um, yeah, that's about it. Welcome back, guys. Good times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sat you cool? Yeah, I'm cool. Neil, you're good. Always. Okay, let's start this module fudger. Um, okay, first, um, first of the trailers is the Eternals trailer two, and. Um, I will let you talk about that at your leisure because I um, I don't really have that much to say about the Eternals um, just yet, just yet. Um, what did you guys think of this trailer, the second trailer? Well, what did you think about it, Joe? Did you like it? You're not too fast. Um, I felt like it's deja vu. Fair enough. <laughs> do you think if it wasn't a Marvel film, mm-hmm. you'd feel a stronger thing to it, one way or the other? Maybe. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit not disillusioned. I'm um, I don't really care about this. I don't know enough about them to care about them. I know that there's other Marvel stories that I'm more interested in now, and that's the multiverse story, the Doctor Strange and Spider-Man story. I'm more interested mm-hmm. in that. I couldn't give a yeah. flying fuck about the Eternals. Um, they <laughs> they can they can be as uh, eternal all all night long, and um, not doing anything. I I'm probably wrong about it. I'm being very cynical because um, I'm old, and um, <laughs> with age, you've you've seen a lot by the time you get to a particular age and you've absorbed a lot and um this to me there's nothing about all marvel trailers are very formulate formulatic formulaic and um yeah I, I i i i there's nothing to be it it didn't excite me in the way that other films have um film trailers have excited me it feels very formulaic it's it's shot very well um, I like who's in it for the most part, but um, they need to make. I just need to care now. I, it's the f- same way I feel about Shang Chi. Um, I nothing was shown in those trailers that makes me give a fuck. So um, yeah, maybe I've said too much now. But um, <laughs> that's um, that's that's my two cents about the second it's it's a definitely better trailer than the first one because the first one I really <laughs> didn't give a fuck this one is like oh okay yeah 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 uh, I'll, I'll watch it 
but um, I don't care, but I'll watch it. <laughs> but um, but uh, I, I'm because I'm invested in the universe now. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, what did you guys think? Chat. Jack. Yeah. I was waiting for me. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I equally didn't care much for the first trailer. I thought it was a piece of shit. Um, however, this trailer really intrigued me. It gave this should have been the first trailer. It gave me enough to go. Okay, that's the deal. That's why they went there from Infinity War and stuff. Let's go. And um, we got a little insight into each one of the characters, which we didn't in the last one. Um, I I really thought it was a solid trailer. Um, didn't give too much of the game away. Again, like, I'm with Joe where, you know, I really know much about the Eternals. Uh, why should I care? I wouldn't say it was like a triple A mind-blowing trailer, but it was good enough. You know, it did it did the job it did the job well for a teaser trailer. Well, well it did a, it was good for a teaser trailer. Um, for that second trailer, probably not, but, you know, it's made me want to see it more if that makes sense. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What do you make of it? What do well, you make of it? I liked, <clears throat> I liked the second trailer. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Every everyone's kind of right on the money. It is a far better trailer than the first one. Uh, I think it's like it's why I asked you about if it was on the MCU, would you feel different? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like for the first trailer, if I if it didn't have MCU on it, if it was nothing to do with the MCU. I'd be more interested in it mm-hmm. from the first trailer, but because it's part of the MCU, I'm sort of like you have a you have a bar to mm-hmm. to meet, mm-hmm. and that trailer did not yeah, bring didn't. me to that. Yeah. But the second the second trailer is like, <clears throat> yep, this is MCU. You're gonna like it. You're gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt from the second trailer, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really have any issues. I think the only thing I would have preferred is probably not to have been told or to have seen the quote unquote bad guy. Right. Because there's a little snippet where you see the bad guy, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'd prefer to not see it mm-hmm. because it kind of left a. Uh, from the first trailer and from all the posters and stuff, I felt like there's a possibility that one of them could be a bad guy, that one of them may have gone rogue. Right. But now it's like, I have confirmation and that's not the case. And mm-hmm. I'm like... It leaves no mystery. You know? Yeah, leave me with a little, a little bit of mystery, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I I feel that as well. It's, um, yeah. if you're going to do that, give, leave some... I mean, even the... Yeah, even the... Yeah, this is a, it's a bad comparison, but even the Matrix trailers left mystery they showed you enough without yeah without without giving too much away um mm. but yeah, I, I, I don't know I'm comparing the wrong types of trailers here but um mm. yeah Satch what did you what did you make of it oh no said. you already said sorry yeah, you already <laughs> <laughs> that's how much of a time warp that trailer is um uh well yeah I I, I, I don't want to waste any more time on this I think there's good up until it, um, after Shang Chi's release, I, I reckon there's gonna be, they're gonna ramp up the marketing, and we'll see more bits of more bits and pieces of it. Maybe character studies. Um, I know. I, I I know we. Sh- I I think we will. I think we. Well, 
Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, the reason I don't think they will, the reason, I, like, even though, yes, it's a it's a Marvel film, it's an MCU film, mm-hmm. you know, it's got the power of Disney behind it, they will, they will market it, they will do that. I feel like they're not going to push it as strong as they need to because they've pretty much, as we will discuss later, they've pretty much got, like, a a set home run with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're... You are taking like... to consider that um, Disney, Disney have no say on how the marketing of Spider-Man goes. That's solely done through Sony. Um, and no, as, even a, that, as, they don't... As, as one of their own products for a theatrical release, because is this getting the same day as Disney Plus, or is it... Um, Go, going no. to theaters, well, no. Then there will be a major push coming closer to the release. Then that's kind of standard etiquette with any film. Um, no, but they've the, the day and day release thing has been shifted. I think it's something like like twelve days or something now. Like think, whereas it was like two days before. I think it's forty days now. The, 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 um, yeah. with their for, it's with their, forty days. I think they're their rele- these releases now. It's going to be forty days, mm-hmm. like a two months. Yeah, and then it'll be on Disney Plus. Okay, well then, yeah, go go for it. But yeah, yeah. the reason I was like, even though, even with that, um, I could be wrong. Yeah, even with the thing of like Spider-Man being essentially <laughs> Sony's play toy, mm-hmm. it's like that trailer broke records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that it, I think like if this is going to sound horrible when I say it, mm-hmm. but I don't mean it in a horrible way at all. But I feel like they didn't need to market. They did, but they didn't need to market Black Panther as they didn't really need to market Black Panther because they, everyone knew it's Black Panther, then it's uh, Infinity War. So people would go and see. There was there were there was a built, of people who it was went built to in. see Black Panther mm-hmm. just because they knew what was coming next and they were Ooh. like I want to make sure I'm up to date and I feel like with Spider-Man even though it's like the Eternals and, and Shang-Chi essentially they have nothing to do with Spider-Man in as much as we don't really believe that there's going to be a direct through line to it Ooh. there's there's a thing of it's like you know that Spider-Man is coming and that Spider-Man has already broken you know records of how, how many times people have watched the trailer mm-hmm so I was like, it's sort of like Disney can can be not necessarily that it will be, but they can very much be like, you're gonna go watch our product because you want to see this, because mm. you want to make sure you're on par with that, so you'll you'll watch this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're probably right, man. Um, I'm, but look, only I think time will tell with this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in, in on the lead up to it, especially after Shang Chi is released on Friday. Um, <clears throat> Um, it'd be interesting to see what what the lead up is. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, the next trailer is Cry Macho. Um, I've not seen this trailer, so I'm going to let you guys talk about it. Um, what did you make of it? It's a solid Clint Eastwood trailer. I have seen this I trailer. Like... Actually, I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's with. I mean, I like you guys may not feel the same way but I think with me when I know Clint Eastwood's making a film I kind of feel the same with Ben Affleck Mm. when he's directing a film I'm like there is a 
more than likely chance this film is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more than likely chance I'm going to enjoy this film. So I watched this trailer mm-hmm. just to familiarize myself with the fact that the film's coming, mm-hmm. not necessarily for like story beats or anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like with this trailer, I mean, it did kind of feel like um, Gran Torino. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. It felt very Gran Torino-esque. And I'm like, Gran Torino is one of the most amazing films that I've ever seen. Mm, yeah. So I was like, yeah, this is going to be, um, this is going to be great. Mm, yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. I mean, it's Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood never usually drops the ball with films. He's usually very mm. good at um, um, crafting that, even even if it's a story that you've, not a story that you've heard before, but a story that's that's familiar. He's he's good at crafting a um, the 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 character. He makes you care about the characters around that. Yeah. Around even if you don't care about them at first, by the end of the film, you care about the people you're supposed to care about. <laughs> and, uh, it's, yeah. I, I I like that about East, uh, Mr. Clint. He's very good at it. he's very yeah. good at that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, as the, as you said, the film does feel very Gran Torino. I'm guessing because this will, this will probably be one of the last films you see him in, in uh, touch wood in front of the camera. Um, yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Like you know, him and him and Chuck Norris look like look like the Grim Reapers afraid to go to <laughs> knock on their door. Um, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, just said it in such a in such a um uh what's the word to uh, to put it um grim mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know like death darkening that doorstep is <laughs> like when that door opens yeah you run you can fall yeah yeah run as fast as you can for as long as you can <laughs> but yeah um it looks it looks like a good movie it looks like an oscar contender could it mm. could be or Golden Globe? Kind of, I mean, what does Golden Globes mean anymore? But uh, or ever did? Uh, but um, <laughs> um, I mean, it's a precursor to the Oscars. That's all the Golden Globes meant for me, man. Well, whenever you used to come and say, "Okay, well, this is the the show before the show," so <laughs> I'm, I'm. Was it like the 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 opening act? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. A, it was. A, it was the even the. Even the BAFTAs, the British BAFTAs, are are forced to be reckoned with now because that show just gets bigger and bigger every year. So it, it's nearly on par with the Oscars in terms of importance now. Um, anyway, um, yeah, it looks good to me. Um, Satch, what do you make? Yeah, um, this is actually a film that's kind of been on and off my radar for a while, mainly because of like movie news and stuff. Um, about... 20 years ago, Arnold Schwarzenegger was supposed to be in this movie. Yeah, I saw a picture um, of him in it. Yeah, it was supposed to be a Schwarzenegger vehicle, but then he decided to become governor of California, so this kind of went off the way, you know, off the wayside. When Schwarzenegger came back to movies, this was going to get greenlit and pushed straight away, but then, you know, he started doing other films instead. And um, originally, well, the novel came out in 1975, and very quickly they wrote the film script with Clint Eastwood in mind back mm. then and in Eastwood has been attached to it on and off for years um, 
at one point Pierce Brosnan was attached to it in the 90s. Um, but yeah, it would always come back to Eastwood, basically. So yeah, Str- strange turn of events. Eastwood's now back in the saddle and uh, looks like it's going to be his last hurrah doing this film. Um, but hopefully, hopefully not. Maybe we'll see him show up in other stuff. I doubt it, but he only ever seems to act in his own you know, in his own films rather than other people's. So, but I'm, I am surprised that he's the lead for this, you know, but decided to put himself as the lead, mm. but, um, you know, it's always good to have him back. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like, it's like whenever you get one of these old legendary actors back, like a Jack Nicholson or a Clint Eastwood is mm. like, well, of course you want to see him back. You know what I mean? If they can do it, you mm. know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I've got a solid trailer. I can't wait to see what what they what he does. Um, and yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, is it is it weird that since you told me that Schwarzenegger was like one of the guys, you know, in line for this, that mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been the perfect film if it was Schwarzenegger as the main is the lead role, but directed by Eastwood. Mm-hmm. You know what? That would have been. I think that would have been a real. Um, that, would have been that, that would have been. A, that would have been really cool. I reckon for Arnold anyway, mm. um, because I, that was his Oscar nomination right there. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I know what Arnold's doing next, but I hope to see. I hope to see him pop up in like more stuff. To be honest, he he's kind of mm. laid low since the last Terminator film, so we'll we'll see, man. Well, um, yeah. Unless, unless the rumor is true, and he is in all of the eight hundred Avatar films that James Cameron's doing, so <laughs> you don't don't ever count out James Cameron. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's bad for business. It's just bad for business. Um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely put... a dark fate may may not necessarily <laughs> may not necessarily agree with you. Sure. Like I like them, but there are. Uh, I'm in a, uh, a small number. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was I was gonna I was gonna go somewhere else with that, but yeah, yeah. let's leave it there. Um, okay, the next trailer is the guilty. Um, oh no, we were scrapping that. Okay, um, he's all that. <laughs> I'll let Neil go first. <laughs> You know what? It's funny, right? Even though even though we're scrapping it, I watched the two trailers to do with the guilty. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I had something ready for it, but he's all that. Fuck me. <laughs> all right. So I remember watching she's all that because I think I watched it with my cousin when it came out, like on on DVD. It was like the early days of DVD, so you know you'd watch like everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, you know, your typical teen chick movie, mm-hmm. you know, and it did what it needed to do. It worked where it needed to work. It, it found its audience, and its audience were happy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> You know, they, they, you know, it, how can I put it? It feels like the Karate Kid, Jaden Smith. Right. That's what this movie feels like, right? Is like, 
if you watch the original, you're going to be like, why? But I watched the trailer, and I have to say it like I, I must give it its its good points because there must be good and bad points to everything. And the good points were they they seemingly updated it well mm-hmm. because how can I put it? Even back when the first film came out, mm-hmm. there's a there was a, like there was a very strict line of high school. Uh, I don't know. There was like a very, very kind of like there was in American high schools. There was a very specific like hierarchy. Mm-hmm. It was very hierarchy. You know, you had your nerds, you had your goths, you had your or emos rather. You had your athletes, your jocks. You had your popular kids. You know, you had your groups. Mm-hmm. And the way that they blended it with the. Uh, I think what's her name, Rachel Lee Cook. The way that they used her, and they were like, "You fit into this group. You're the the, the outsider." Mm-hmm. But given the chance and the money or clothing or makeup, whatever, you fit here. <laughs> and that kind of thing works perfectly in 2021 because you know it's like how many teenagers are literally trying to be the next Kim Kardashian or the next you know Logan Paul or something that they're trying to be that next face of Instagram and you know I think the, I think the movie will reach its audience very easily yeah you know and they, they added they added the right amount of things that they needed to so that there's a cameo from one of the Kardashians isn't it and they use social media as a tool to whatever but really and truly I think I gave the, the trailer a chance because it's got Robbie from, from Cobra Kai in it okay yeah, yeah. and he Tana, uses Tana Buchanan, right yeah yeah yeah. and he uses martial arts in it so I was like yeah son yeah. <laughs> I was like you, you're in Cobra Kai seasons 1, 2 and 3 <laughs> well, well that was that was kind of the hook for me I was like I was like, oh it's the Cobra Kai kid he's doing something other than Cobra Kai okay awesome yeah, um, <laughs> yeah no, I mean like you know what Yeah, I, I always get she's all that mixed up with not another teen movie which is its parody <laughs> version because I was mm. going to say like where's Chris Evans and then I was like wait that's not another Team movie, isn't it? It was mm-hmm. uh, Freddie Prince Jr., wasn't it? Yeah, but, um, Freddie Freddie, it was Freddie Prince. So yeah, now you know what the, the original film that was a good time at the cinema. It was funny. It was you know typical coming of age kind of movie, um, mm. you know, which they don't make enough of anymore. You know what I mean? That genre is no, kind they're, of like, they're all on, on Netflix. They're all they're on Netflix. Netflix. They're, they're all, on, all Netflix. on Netflix. Just like just like just like this just like this movie. But I mean. Um, yeah, and I think I think that's that that's a shame to be honest. No, it's um, not. It really isn't. Whatever, Joe. Um, I I do because I I want to see more stuff at the cinema. Um, mm. But at the same time, you know what? But at the same time, you, you know, because this was a kind of movie where it put into like kind of rom com where it was pretty <laughs> funny. 
laugh out loud shit. I remember watching this film with the cinema audience or the original with the cinema audience. Mm. And it was a, it was a shared experience kind of thing. So this is just a dime a dozen Netflix film where like, Oh, what's old. Okay. She's all that. Let's just mm. palm it onto Netflix and just make a Netflix movie. Mm. I will agree with you. Fair enough. The high school dynamic kind of thing probably has changed and they've kind of updated it to suit today's mold. But when I looked at the trailer, if there, if there are no guns or stabbings or, um, <laughs> or people shooting up the place every t- 10 minutes, then it's not realistic. Yeah, well... Well, that depends on your school district. Yeah, it does depend mm. on your school district over there anyway. But, I mean, um, I just think I just think that... Um... Fuck, Joe, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um... You were saying about the high school dynamics. Yeah, I just felt I just felt that this trailer probably tried a little bit too hard to try and sell what it actually was, and mm. I just kind of I was kind of like meh. You know what I mean? Oh, mm-hmm. it's another remake of some shit I saw twenty years ago, um, mm. and with the remixed version of the song. And then, well, I guess it's got Rachel Lee Cook in there and uh, yeah. Matthew Willard. I saw Matthew Willard yep. show up from the original. Um, Freddie Prince, man, why don't they get Fre- Freddie Prince? I'll tell you why he's yeah, he's dying to get back into this this franchise. He's dying, yeah. dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I, if, well, one thing I was going to say, right, Joe, you said that you were like, it's not a bad thing that these things are going on Netflix. But I must say, you must remember that you were spoiled, my friend. You've been spoiled. Yes. You grew up with John Hughes movies. Precisely. Right? Yeah. Which <laughs> I'm, I'm, better movies. I'm a better man for it. But, it, it better, <laughs> but we have to remember that there's always one very core reason. Well, two core reasons as to why John Hughes movies are so much, are so definitively better than any kind of teen movie that will ever be produced post John Hughes. Mm-hmm. Is one, he was just a phenomenal writer. And two, he actually went and taught in a high school to do research. To So all of them films that we, we love, know and love now about teenagers, he went to a school and learned it. Mm-hmm. He, he, he watched them. Like, you know, he was frigging David Attenborough. He was there and he was like, and here we have the teenage male. <laughs> ah, he approaches the female. Yes. Peacocking with his letterman jacket. <laughs> but you know, he, he, that's what he that's so we're coming we watched his films mm-hmm. with you know it was like it felt realistic for, for a particular lens yeah uh, and um, yeah as the even the, do, okay bottom line do you know what this film do do you remember that episode of south park where um they go to a cinema and it I don't know what they got against Rob Schneider, but Rob Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> it's, it's like that's this is what that represents to me. It's that kind okay. of it's that what is every other, every other film they got later. Rob Schneider is blah 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 blah. Fuck you, go see it. <laughs> they just didn't care in the end. Just like fuck you, this is fucking bullshit. Go watch it anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> and um, by the end of it, there was just shit coming out of uh, animals' asses on the screen. Yeah. And that's, that is, South Park nailed it in terms of reboots or films that keep coming that are the yeah. same, that there were reboots and are trying yeah. to, yeah. That's, this is what, 
even the poster. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. I, I want to. I haven't seen it yet. I want to. I want to kill myself and the person who had to make this poster because I'll be putting. It'll be an honor killing for her, for him. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's that's enough said about that. I'm pretty sure it's a great film. It's got 33 percent of Rotten Tomatoes, so it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> They're off and lower. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, it's the next film. <laughs> Cop shop. Um, I didn't see this trailer, so um, guys, enlighten me. <laughs> enlighten me. What's Cop Shop like, trailer wise? Joe Carnahan directing. I'm in. I saw it. I, I saw the trailer before his name came on the film, and I, I enjoyed it, man. I, I think the dialogue's great. The fucking premise is cool. I'm in. I'm all up for bounty hunters and someone with a hit on their head with everyone trying this, to get him. Is this the one? Is, is it Gerald Butler that's in jail trying to hit, yes. trying to kill yeah. the other guy? Yeah, yeah, I have seen this. Yeah, one. okay. I'm like, I'm very much on the same wavelength as Sasha on this. I am sold. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Frank Grillo, Gerard Butler, you got that. That's a gold medal. Mm. And I'm like, the premise is, you know, smoking aces in a jail. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, like that's a gold medal. And then just watching it unfold, and then yes, Joe Carnahan directing it, I was like, there's a gold medal. I was like, you you going for the you're going for the the, the, the just the, the gold standard. You're going for a podium finish. And yeah, it was just everything about it. It looks the way you want. I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but it looks the way you want a medium to lower budget action film to look. Right? Mm. I don't need grand. I don't need grand storytelling. I want action, one-liners, and comedy. And. I got all of that, you know. It's for me the star of the show. I don't know the actor's name. I've seen him in a lot of stuff, but he's playing a hitman. Frank Grillo. No, not no. Frank Grillo. He's oh, playing okay. a he's playing a hitman, and it's in the trailer. It's the guy when um, Frank Grillo says that, oh, you know, Gerard Butler's a psychopath, and he's like, I am oh, yeah. not a psychopath, <laughs> and then he pops up and he's like, see the difference? That's a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> That right there, he's who I want. He's he's going to be the star of the show because it's like even when it's like oh, I think his name was Anthony in it, mm-hmm. and what got me was he was like I'm now going by the you know more formal Tony. <laughs> cool, and I'm like, yeah, he looks like he he looks like he's going to be a barrel of laughs in the film. Yeah, I, I guess it's going to be uh, Jared Butler uh, unhinged, uh, uh, unchained. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared Butler is allowed to let loose as uh, and be um, almost Leonardo's. Mm. It's funny though because he he just I don't know how and why maybe they they planned it this way but he just looks the way he did in Den of Thieves. Yeah, he does a little <laughs> bit. He does a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of pictures right now. Yeah, it does a little bit, um, but um, I, I I haven't. I actually did see this trailer a couple of weeks ago, and um, 
I thought, okay, that's an interesting premise. It actually reminded me of Phone Booth for whatever reason. Um, purely, because, I think because it was in one location, <clears throat> and um, I like I like those location films because um, yeah. uh, all you have to do now is concentrate on the story. Once mm. you once you make the story interesting, it doesn't matter where the location is. Uh, you just have to, yeah, yeah just you're concentrating on the characters then. So, um, mm. and also, I think there is there is definitely a thing where in the trailers I've noticed that they've said introducing the uh, the female member of the cast. I don't know who she is, but she's like, it looks like she's the last remaining cop. Okay, she's uh, the black woman, right? Oh, yes. Um, I can't remember what her it, name it was. It looks like, like she's she's basically like the Ethan Hawke in Training Day. This is her Training Day. Right, 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 right. I'm trying to remember her name. I, I can't find the book from anywhere. Um, um, yes, yeah, so I, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, because it says in the trailer, it says, it says, oh, Gerard Butler, Frank Grillo, this person, and it says, and introducing, and mm-hmm. it says her name. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, well, either way, um, I, I like the premise. Um, I like Joe Carnahan, so, um, Mm -hmm. I hope he manages to stay calm this time around and get to release his film properly. (laughs) He he seems to be a guy that always has an issue with a studio or a person at a studio. And, um, I'm fascinated. I, I, I reckon I know exactly what Joe Carnahan's like um, in person. <laughs> um, and I reckon he's a little bit hot-headed and a little bit hard to talk to at times. And so, therefore, he gets angry if you don't understand his vision. And, um, yeah. yeah, That, that, that sounds that. like someone else. <laughs> Dude. Uh, but then James, again, that James, person made Aliens. James Cameron. Avatar. Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah you did, I've, seen, I've seen the video clips of him getting pissed off with people, and I'm just like... Mm. But you, your movie turns out great, so you got a right to be vexed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like one of those the double edged swords. Uh, look, your movies are great, so I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it turns, <laughs> it's like imagine like that. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen the making of Aliens. Yeah, 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 yeah. That crew when, when... did not like him. Yeah, that's it. They might have been pissed with him and they were like, oh, you, you American, you, you Canadian coming in here to ruin, you know, Ridley Scott's masterpiece. And mm. then he was basically like, oh, fuck, you do what I tell you. <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> if you don't like it, when the tea lady comes in, you can drink the tea from your asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love that. Um, uh, uh, um, Satch? Mm-hmm. Um, so, sorry to break trailer talk, but um, you put Far From Home for the Spider-Man trailer. Well, I clearly didn't mean Far From Home. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> 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 we all got home in the title. The next home. The next home. To be honest, movie. I did not notice that in the notes. I saw yeah. Spider-Man, I saw Home, I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I know. I just I just wanted to ask to make sure I knew what the actual title was called because so, I I put I put it in the yeah anyway never mind never mind yeah no way home no way home gotcha gotcha <laughs> um okay so the next trailer as um I I did so anticlimactically is uh Spider Man No Way Home and um I'll get I'll let you guys start what did you make of it well, what did you make of it Joe 
Yeah. Why are you asking me? I asked you. Yeah. Don't ask where, a question with a question. Where, 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 because where, 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 where asking you? Where asking you? I'm the host. <laughs> have well, you seen it? You... Say again. Have you seen it? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? I asked you first. All right. <laughs> well, you, uh, anyone who's a long-time listener or viewer of the Zedas Gang has a fairly good idea about what myself and Sasha are probably going to say. Right, right. You are the anomaly, Joe. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh uh, well, um, I liked it. Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, I can't. It didn't blow me away. Um, um, but I mean, this uh, trailers don't often blow you away when you watch them at home, and that's and that's that's yeah. the bad, that's the bad thing about them because you, you don't have an audience with you. There's no you're either watching it on your phone or you're watching it on a YouTube where sometimes YouTube has adverts and it it it's. Anyway, my point being is that I, re- I reckon if I saw this in the cinema, I would feel a little bit more excited about it. Um, watching it, watching it was home um, a couple of times was, yeah, okay. Uh, this, this is I, I get where this is going. I like it. I like, I like, I like the whole Doctor Strange element in it, and so for me, um, the multiverse. I'm actually. I'm really interested in how they're doing the the multiverse of madness and the the um, the shared universe with the spy the crossover Spider Man stuff. Um, I like I like seeing Frank Molina at the end of it. Um, I, I, I'm I'm intrigued to to know more. You mean Alfred? Alfred Molina, sorry, Frank Molina. Who's that? Um, uh, and. Yeah, I, I've, I've got to say I did. I did enjoy it, and that's all it was. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't fall out my seat. I didn't cry. I didn't. I didn't want to stab anyone. It was. It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. I. I, I, I very much enjoyed it. In fact, um, but that's that's it. It's as mm-hmm. to the extent you can enjoy a trailer sitting at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you guys? What did you make of it? Well, I personally, I loved it. Mm-hmm. But that said, I have a rather large phone. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're lo- the largest phone in the world can't be a sin. There's just, again, I've, I've been sport because I've been brought up in a particular era where. Um... You see the size of my phone? And you see the size of yeah, my phone? yeah, yeah, I see it. I see yeah. it. My is big, right? So, what the trailers? I was like, you know. But I, I know what you mean about watching at home, but I, I know, I guess I feel different because I remember getting chills watching Infinity Wars trailer on my phone. Like, it was literally like it dropped. I was on my work lunch break, watched it, chills. So, like, I do feel slightly. <laughs> but again, I think as well, um, because. I'm so heavily invested in it mm-hmm. that the best way I can describe it, I was I was disappointed with the trailer because 
I had so many kind of speculations and heard so many rumors and so many, oh, this might happen, that might happen. And I'd heard so much about casting and so much about potential storylines and, and everything that it was like everything I saw was kind of expected. Mm-hmm. Or like I, I kind of I felt like this might happen, this might happen, this might happen. Whereas, um, if I had none of that, then I'd feel majorly different. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, I think the best trailer that I've ever seen for any Marvel film is probably either Avengers One mm-hmm. or Infinity War. Okay, That's because cool. those those were the two that I was just like, "Here's a moment. This 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 moment is going to be etched in time." And I feel like I should feel that way about spite about No Way Home, mm-hmm. and I loved it. But I loved it because I was like, immediately trying to dissect what does this mean and oh you know dr strange is wearing a hoodie what does that mean and you know this looks different what does that mean and oh you know it's like dissecting every little moment of it so as much as i loved it i didn't get to love it for what it is yeah yeah right i, I see what you mean uh, I, yeah, there's a, such a big disconnect of trailers these days but um uh, yeah I, I don't know um i Again, I th- I th- there's clearly going to be another one before um for the next um before the film comes out, and um I think that will be the one to that's may- the one maybe to avoid because it will give too much away. Um, well, yeah, I mean we got essentially four months mm-hmm. before it comes out, but in those four months we have two other Marvel films coming out, or two other films connected in the in, within the realms of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope and pray, and I'm probably wrong because, as Sash pointed out earlier, Marvel has no say in the trailers. This is all going to be, you know, Sony's, you know, Sony's shot at bat. But I hope there isn't another trailer. It'll be impossible because I'm like the only film that I remember seeing that had one trailer and one trailer alone until the film came out was The Matrix. No, right. that, that had, that had two. Ever saw. Oh, you only ever saw one, okay. Yeah, two, yeah, two. Yeah. I only ever saw one trailer until the film came out and then right. I saw like three or four. But I was like, if there's only this one trailer, mm-hmm this will probably be arguably one of the best like best kept secrets almost mm-hmm. because even though like diehard Marvel fans will probably have a very strong idea about what's going to happen and really and truly anyone who's just an MCU fan will have a strong idea about what's going to happen mm-hmm. it's sort of like all you're doing is is guessing that's mm-hmm. all you're doing is guessing. It's like the Infinity War trailer. All you're doing is guessing. You're like, you see Iron Man and the Guardians together, and you're like, how the fuck do they all end up in the same place? And it's lovely to just go in there, watch trailer, 
sit there and see it and be like, oh my gosh. But four months is so long in in like in these times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is actually yeah. So uh, and people need to because there's so much content now. Um, you have to keep reminding yeah. people, hey, this is over here. Come watch this. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, I do I, like the fact though. <laughs> it's, it's gonna sound bad, man, but I do like the fact that <laughs> not long after the uh, Spider-Man trailer dropped, Venom Two gets delayed for <laughs> until next year. <laughs> it's true. almost like they saw the <laughs> like they saw the trailer and they was like, hey, yeah, pull it. <laughs> it ain't coming out right now. <laughs> uh, uh, um, Google's telling me my network is poor. Mm. <laughs> I don't. Google's always telling me that. I mean, do, do you know what my my network uh, for for just streaming? It's mm. I can't stream 1080p without it degrading. It's and I have um I have quite a Mm-mm. high bitrate um internet and um uh, yeah anyway um. Never mind, never mind. Um, Satch, what did you make of the trailer? Satch. You're on mute, Satch. What? You're on mute. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, but, yeah, I I do think it did show a bit way too much too soon, personally. I think they just could have concentrated on the whole everyone knowing who he is kind of thing. They didn't have to show Doctor Strange and everything straight away. Hell, they didn't even have to show Doc Ock in there. The, the big reveal at the end could have been Doctor Strange kind of thing. Um, they, I think they could have just focused on just the whole him being you know him being spider-man being outed and that would have been enough to be quite honest for a teaser but it being sony and because of all the rumors and stuff i think they felt they had to show people something if that makes sense because you know the cat had been out the bag by certain actors and stuff that oh i'm in this etc so obviously i kind of yeah, I kind of get, I kind of get where Sony were coming from because if they didn't show something, you know what I mean. They, I, I think, I think had actors have not said anything, they probably we probably would have got a different different type of trailer. I think personally, and but then you know because we got the Doc Ock reveal at the end, it's made it the most talked about trailer ever made. Now, literally, I'm seeing like people online that don't even review or know what fucking trailers are talking about this trailer like literally um i do mean that there was a guy that reviews cars decided hey spider-man trailer i'll review that and it's like this has nothing to do with your channel dude but all right cool you know what i mean everyone's trying to get on the bandwagon for hits that's what i call fantastic marketing by sony really even though i don't agree with it it's fucking genius um from Mm. a business standpoint because everyone's talking about it and be quite honest it's a a huge win for sony and marvel here um you you know um spoilers spoilers if you what's what spoilers if you don't want to know for people if you haven't seen the trailer like some people have avoided it not not even not even not even just the trailer um don't listen to the show then (laughs) 
<laughs> well, no, I'm just saying spoilers for people that don't want to know what happens. We start with trailers. Yeah, 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 I know, I know, but like for people tuning in that probably don't want to know any more than they do know and whatnot, I would say for the next minute or so, just skip on or just go to the next subject um, because once the cat's out the bag, um, when I drop it. Um, you know, um, it's better be that's good, probably man. all we're going to talk about. But no, there has been a pitch. Hit it with like, like yeah. three, two, one. Spoiler, begin- spoiler begins now. Okay, so there has been a picture leak of both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield on the set of this movie. I wanted to put it in our WhatsApp group just to just go, see, I told you to certain people, to certain people in that WhatsApp group. But like, um, you know, um, I, I couldn't do it to them. You know what I mean? I couldn't do it to them, man. But the pictures have been leaked, man. Yeah, and, like, no, it's, a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing, man. They're coming. We're getting the Spider-Verse, man. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. Um, how do I feel about the whole Spider-Man thing? It's, it's a bit weird because, like, now I'm going to talk about the movie a little bit. I just think... Have you seen it? No, no, just no, just overall the whole Sony fucking deal with Marvel and everything. I want to touch on this a little bit, man. I just feel that. How do I feel? Um, But clearly, after this movie, that's it. How do you you know? It it just feels that's it. I mean, they had, they had, they had. I'll just interject a little bit. Yeah. They have to kind of... It's like with anything. Um, You come to the end of an arc, you kind of have to kind of kind of wrap it up, even if it's not the end. We may not get another run with this, and they may not agree on terms next time. So Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I just feel that man it's 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 so... uh, I'm not saying... I don't know. I just feel that Spider-Man as a series... We'll never get like the series of films that it deserves because of this. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think the closest yeah. they got was with the Maguire run, <laughs> with the Maguire Maguire Rami run, and that went to shit because of money. To be fair, it was a case of there was, you know, Sony didn't want to make it for a certain amount of money. <laughs> People were getting too expensive because they're out of contracts, and. They wanted to reboot it just to keep costs low, keep costs low, and have everybody get paid up the top, basically, um, whatever they need to pay. That's business, unfortunately. That's show business, unfortunately. Um, and it's the same thing here. I mean, um, it's the same thing here. They're out of contract. They've agreed for one more film, and he's going to show up again in other MCU stuff further down the line, but only two more appearances. Outside of that, in terms of the Spider-Man films, this is it. This is this is the bizarre. Unless they renegotiate the contract moving forward, now I don't know whether that's going to happen. Okay, but it's it's. I just think it's just so short-sighted just to do it for one movie and to considering how much bank this franchise has made for them with the past two films. You know, is that like Far From Home was their biggest grossing movie? for the whole of Sony. You know what I mean? But, you know, it is it is what it is, man. Um, can we interject into the next subject? Um, 
Next sure. subject's the renaming of the Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. The, uh, because that, both of these things are kind of interlinked. I'm moving on to an, into a total mm. other thing. So, um, there... Give me a sec. Let me look at the notes. Okay, so, basically, the original name was SPUMC. Okay? Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. Okay, that's what it was called, but now it's called the SSU, Sony Spider-Man Universe. Mm -hmm. Okay, Uh, the SSU (laughs) is the new... Look, here's the thing. No one gives a shit about that name. It's just a Spider-Man film. You know what I mean? Just a Spider-Man film. Venom, Spider-Man film. It's all set on Spider-Man. I don't need this SSU bullshit. But anyway, Mm -hmm. point being is, this film's there to set up that. You know what I mean? And have all these spin-offs spin off of it. Yeah, I mean, quite Mm -hmm. clearly, this is the origin of the Sinister Six film. You know what I mean? Um, Quite, 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 you know, that's going to link onto whatever bullshit Sony wants to do, which will be in another alternative universe. I'm I'm speculating now. I I, I speculate. Um, I'm just like, as a Spy fan, I know, man, I know what to think. Because, like, it's just how they do it, I guess. We'll have to wait and see. But I'm just not excited, nor do I care. I care less about the new name than when they had the old name. You know what I mean? Um, what's your yeah. thoughts on the new name, guys? Uh, they're both as convoluted as they could possibly be. Yeah. Because I think what it really boils down to is, because what is the current name? The, the new name is what the Sony Spider-Man universe. Yes. The so, old name was me, Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. Right. So what they've basically done is just... Basically, they've just pumped it out so that they can say, we have a universe and we've called it, and we've put our name in it. So it's the Sony Universe. That's what they've essentially done. And it's pointless because anyone who is deeply embedded in like film knowledge isn't going to give a shit that it's Sony. They're like, look, it's Spider-Man. Like, I don't care who it belongs to, it's Spider-Man. And anyone who's just a casual viewer, they're like, Spider-Man was with the Avengers, so he's part of the MCU. They're not going to give you the time of day Mm. that it's the Sony universe. And the thing is, I think this name change does, unfortunately, I think it doesn't bode well for the Marvel, for the the Disney-Sony partnership, because... They clearly have big plans. Yeah, I mean, they have big plans, but to me, the way I'm looking at it is... you, You know, you're not wrong, Joe, that when you make a trilogy, you kind of do have to, like cap it off even if you're continuing but it's sort of like everything that is being done if you kind of read between the lines it's sort of being done in such a way as to say this is pretty much Spider-Man's last hoorah with the MCU like yes you'll see him appear in this film or you'll see him appear in that film but after maybe two, three more appearances, you're not going to see him anymore. And hell, the title, the title is called 
No Way Home, right? The first of the of these three films was called Homecoming. Now, granted, yes, the film ever so slightly takes place during the Homecoming dance, but really and truly, that name is to reflect it's Spider-Man coming home to Marvel. Far From Home is that is basically just tied to the film because he is not in New York, right? But No Way Home, that is, to me, that is literally, that is like Marvel's way of saying, hey, guys, we tried. We brought him in for a little while. We thought it was working great. But, you know, people have agendas and people have feelings. And unfortunately, I mean, I did look into it a little bit. Sony aren't as much the villains as we would like to paint them as in regards to the contract and the situation. Mm. Like, everybody's going to shit on Sony because yeah. Sony are known for making quite big mistakes with their films and franchises and because it's they own the rights to Spider-Man. So it's sort of like they're the one saying, you know, they're the angry parent taking their child away from playgroup. But you know, as such, said, business is business, and you know, if you're not going to treat someone right in business, then you must suffer the repercussions as much as they will. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't really have anything to add to that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, I, but the name is stupid. The names are dumb as shit. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it was the, the what was it the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters? Yeah, that's like, the original one. That like, bruh, like you know what? Do you know what that reminds me of? You know, in Iron Man one, where instead of saying Shield, they just kept saying Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement Division, whatever, right? Because they kept saying that, and everybody kept saying, "Boy, you got to shorten that." Mm-hmm. And then they were like, okay, it's Sony Spider-Man universe. Uh-huh. It's shortened now. And I'm like, Red, it's still too long. And nobody, and because obviously we call it the MCU uh-huh. and this the DCEU and now it's going to be the SSU. Oh, they had like, to do you, And I'm like, you think about it, you lose the U, your universe is called the SS. Oof. <laughs> Bruh. Like you had a focus group where you had this one long name, dropped it, and that's what you came up with. Wow. Well, um <laughs> I, I that's the thing though. Um a lot of the public aren't even gonna see this name. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah uh, so I don't understand why they're being so precious about it. And um it's if it if it's if it's all internal then I mean, just call it the Spider Verse. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been inch, inch perfect. That would have been inch perfect. Just call it the Spider Verse. Yeah, you didn't have to blast your name over it. It's the Sony Verse. Listen, mm. people don't call it the Sony PlayStation. They call it the PlayStation. <laughs> You'd be surprised right. how many some people, how some people do call it the Sony PlayStation. <laughs> Those people are special. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm like, it's just, yeah. It's like yeah. you know what? It is? It's, it's overcooking. Like, yeah, 
overcooking. Yeah, let's let's. Uh, was, I'm pretty sure it was a big committee that um, that loved the sound of their own voice, and they said, "Yeah, we've got to we've got to call it this. We've got to make sure that it's separate from um, what Marvel is or what Disney is." And yeah, have Sony on top of Sony's got to be on top the top end, and yeah, every other acronym in the world has to even be. That- yeah, because even that, like them dropping, like the original name had Marvel in it, mm-hmm. and I feel like they probably feel that they they feel some some type of type of way about that. So they were like, no, it can't have Marvel in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and so this is, it's just it's just a, it's just it's the, a messy situation. That yeah. is, you know what it is? It's divorcing parents arguing in front of their kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> That's quite good acumen. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I, I, I again, I don't have much to say on it because it's 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 a very again not not one person that I know is going to know that there's oh it's called a there's a whatever it's called <laughs> verse. They're just they're just yes, not going to yes. know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so. Um, Jesus Christ, the SS, you know, bloody hell. Um, <laughs> um, in in terms of um, in terms of what the, the amount of energy they're paying into, it, I think it's very unnecessary. It's just very unnecessary. But hey, it's only got to do something. It's the only it's the only um, thing they have that makes some money. It used to be Bond, <laughs> and now it's not. <laughs> hmm. Um, uh, and I guess Ghostbusters. Um, We'll we'll have a bit of a um, a rise, um, considering how good people saying it is. So we'll see, we'll see. Um, okay, next topic: uh, Jungle Cruise Two uh, is a go, apparently. Um, wow, that's a controversial subject. <laughs> um, um, I I don't care about the Jungle Cruise, so um, I'm gonna let you guys talk about it. You know what it is? Did you Jungle watch it? Cruise. Yeah, I watched it in the cinema. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. It's you know Jungle Cruise. Is. Jungle Cruise is this generation's Brandon Fraser's The Mummy. Yeah, I agree. It's absolutely, that it is literally even like down to the aesthetics. Like it's the swashbuckling American or the swashbuckling man with the British, you know, go-getter attitude, breaking barriers woman and her brother, you know, and and, and her very kind of dang brother. Oh, my connection is really bad. Guys, hmm. Mummy meets Pirates of the Caribbean blended together and thrown out for you with the biggest name in Hollywood and people that you will like, or people that you that maybe aren't as big a name but are enjoyable, mm. you know? Yeah, Jungle well, Cruise 2. I mean, it was, it was a given because look at that. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, okay, 
yes, they made the first Pirates of the Caribbean film, but anybody who watched that film and thought that's going to be the only one was not paying attention. Yeah. And gonna, Jungle Cruise is set up for that. I would say, um, I would say though, how would... I'm going to go into some spoiler territory. I enjoyed the movie for what it was. You know, kids film, mm-hmm. kids action adventure. The only problem I had with it was the dodgy CGI because it was shit. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, hopefully with the sequel, they'll spend a little bit more on the budget there. But, um, but my point, that being said, um, where mm-hmm. do you take it? Because, you know, he's now, you know what I mean? He's now mortal. That was mm-hmm. kind of the thing, right? But I don't know, man. I guess different adventure, maybe. Well, that's the thing. Every every character had... Yeah. All, of those three characters, they each had their goal, yeah. so to speak. And because they've had that goal, it's sort of like a situation of The Mummy too. Like, you think of where The Mummy ends, mm. you're like, where do you go from there? Yeah. We've got The Mummy Returns. And I think it'll be a very similar situation, but it'll be like maybe there's another MacGuffin. There's mm. like another MacGuffin. You've, you've cured or you've helped with curing ailments and diseases and things of that nature. Mm. So now you can, I don't know, solve world hunger. <laughs> or or, or there'll, be, there'll be something else to, to solve. Another MacGuffin to find. Because now that they're human, or now that Rock is human, spoilers, my bad, sorry, whatever, right? Um, now that he's mortal and they can have a life together, it will be a thing of what adventure do these adventurers now go on? Yeah. We'll have to see. We'll yeah. have to see. Um, yeah, I could see Jungle, Jungle Cruise doing well. I mean, but like as a, as a franchise, yeah, um, it just all depends what they do with the sequel. To be fair, but yeah, I'm, well, that's the thing as well. I'd watch it? the second one. Yeah, so yeah. Mm. So yeah. Well, well yeah. Um, I, I I have no interest in, watch, in watching it. Um, <laughs> the, none of the trailers excited me. Um, it's a. Uh... To be honest, the film. It is one of the rare films where the film is infinitely better than the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't make the film like a masterpiece, but the film is is far more interesting than the trailer lets you see it to be. Mm-hmm. Which is very difficult because you watch most trailers, and then those trailers turn out to be more interesting than the film. Do you know what the the, the only film that I th- I can remember of the rocks that I like is the other guys, and he's only. <laughs> He's in it for the, the, yeah. the intro. <laughs> yeah, he's only in it for like twenty minutes, and um, but <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just the way his death happens. <laughs> it's great. Mm. It's it's great. Um, and other than that, um, I think the other film is The Mummy Returns. Yeah, um, Scorpion King is a lot to be desired, but um, it's possible. Um, that gets a lot of hate, but I think if it wasn't connected to the mummy, mm-hmm. it'd be enjoyed more. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I enjoyed Scorpion King more than I enjoyed Jason Momoa's Conan. 
<laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I've not seen that yet, so I can't comment. But I mean, it was always going to be hard to redo Conan. There's mm. just, I mean, you're asking for trouble with that. But um, uh, yeah, Jungle Cruise. Um, I, I, I have even, even fake enthusiasm. I, I just, I don't have any of it for it. <laughs> I've got, I've got nothing for it. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't know why I'm so cynical these days. But I just don't give a fuck about the Jungle Cruise. Um, you know what it is, Joe? As I said, you were spoiled. You had so many great movies come in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. From think from single numbers to teens to twenties to thirties, you've had every decade. You've had at least five masterful films come out. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. And now you're an adult and you can understand how films are made, how much time, effort, money, how much of an acting craft goes into things, how tough it is for a director to make a film. You know, you, you've seen, because you've seen the making of films, working within the industry. and the, So you've seen so much now that you've reached that point where it's like, you need to be good because you like you know it's like when you see a shit film you're like you had so many opportunities to make this good mm-hmm. and and you through time through money through pressure chose not to yeah 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 uh, and it didn't it didn't help um but over the past few months especially when i was mm-hmm. sick i was watching a lot of um uh prime video and prime mm. prime films or films that Amazon bought and put on there. Yeah. I I still haven't seen um um Coming to America yet. Um what, like, Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I don't watch it. I I wasn't planning to cuz I I just look that's I I I managed to um see Coming the original Coming to America when it was re-released in cinemas and I I had a great time My with Lord. that. I had a great time with that. And um, I, do, I don't see... It, it, it won't hit the same way. It, ju- it just won't. And, um, it won't, I, but... It's not the worst film. It's not the worst film. Mm-hmm. But when you are linking it to the first film, it becomes... A bad film, mm. or it becomes a worse film than it really is. Yeah, you know, I mean, the best way I can describe it, coming to America too, or coming to America, is it's soccer aid. Soccer aid. Right? You know, charity event soccer aid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that charity event where you have all the team are like some of the world's best footballers of yesteryear. Mm-hmm. And then you have them side by side with like pop stars and like reality TV celebrities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's no way in hell that Zidane is ever going to get beaten by, <laughs> like, by like, you know, Jamie Oliver. Like, right. there ain't enough nutmegs in the world to let that happen. <laughs> right? But that's not saying that Jamie Oliver's a terrible football player. Mm-hmm. But he's going to look like one of the world's worst football players when Zidane is the other guy on the pitch. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's like I'm fairly fairly strong. I go to the gym, I work out, but if Arnold Schwarzenegger's in my gym, I'm gonna look like a baby (laughs) ant. Yeah. What's what's coming to America this year? Damn, I forgot all about that. January. Exactly, because it's in the ether. Once it once the film goes into ether, it's over. It's done. Yeah. Um. Okay. uh, Moving on. Um. Ah, that's something else I'm not interested in. Um, Resident Evil uh, has uh, first pictures of Resident Evil has surfaced, and they've um, they seem to have everything else right, but the actors. But um, what the fuck do I know? I only just played the original game and played the others in succession, and they all have um, ideal. I do. Everyone looks the same in from game to game, relatively the same. But they decided to we're gonna race swap fuck this shit we're gonna race swap for this guy and one of the best characters as well Leonis Kennedy and that's my rant over what do you guys make of the pictures have they race swap Leon Kennedy he's not Mexican was a Mexican guy that guy is that guy is not Caucasian (laughs) he is not Caucasian for me I remember I showed like you you know what it is Mm mm-hmm Here's what what I what I my I, I, my general kind of like essay into into the this Resident Evil movie that's coming out this mm-hmm. Netflix one because people who love the games have such a visceral reaction to Paul Anderson's films mm-hmm. the makers of this film, I'm not going to say Netflix, but the people, the actual director, you know, costume department and that, I think they probably felt that all they had to do was make the characters look like they do in the game. Mm-hmm. And they'd have, they, they'd have basically have like, uh, uh, get out of jail free card or they'd get a free pass. And I think what they're trying to do is you know what happened when Bumblebee came out? Mm-hmm. When Bumblebee came out, all the tra- all the Autobots and Decepticons, you see, most of them, anyone who's an actual character, looked like their character. Yeah. So that carried through the film. And even though... Uh, but the, the problem is, that film was good. Mm-hmm. And you can tell by the trailers, this was something a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, it had a little bit of the, of Michael Bay esque Transformers to it, mm-hmm. but it was it looked it was scaled down. It was scaled all yeah, that it type was of scaled action. down, but yeah. it was they scaled it down and they brought in what was what was needed. Mm-hmm. This film, it looks like they've just shoved in what they think everyone needs, and are just doing their thing. Mm-hmm. But in their defense, all I've seen is two still images. Mm-hmm. I could be very wrong. They could, it, the film could be excellent. It could just be those two images make it seem like whatever. Because you know what, a, a behind-the-scenes image versus an image on screen, they look very different. Mm-hmm. What might look shit behind the scenes could look excellent in camera with the right lighting and the you know, you know, because once they're like, okay, all right, now we're you know we're gonna we're darkening the tone and taking out some of the 
digital master craft that comes with you know high performance cameras when you take a still image once we remove all of that you're going to get some atmosphere and things maybe it'll feel different do, do you know what? i i um I, I won't complain about the way it looks but um the way they've cast it um i, I mean even <laughs> claire i don't mind about uh also uh, is it jill valentine no jill valentine um valentine valentine who's right next who's standing next to chris in the picture mm-hmm. that i've got and um if 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 you if you were to show anyone this picture that this was resident evil so like, oh is this is, are these guys cosplayers and that's mm-hmm. that's the first thing people will say and that's not a bad thing but nor is it a good thing because it's it looks like some guy from Ohio is not Ohio. Well, let's say um, a place where that has more brown skinned people. Um, a place where they have more. Yeah, let's let's say there's a place where they have more brown skinned people, and he's dressed up in Leon S. Kennedy's um, gear. That's what this guy looks like. It's All right. it, it, it's that's it's you can't. You can't expect to show a picture like knowing how anal um, some of these people fans are, are. Fans are. You can't even even I looked at it like I'm I'm out because uh, it, it it he doesn't look the he doesn't look like Leon, and that's yeah. when that's when you lose me. Doesn't look like Leon, and um and maybe because I'm older or again all the the, the last Anderson's films it, it, they went with out three or four movies without seeing anyone that we really recognized and even then just one yeah <laughs> and uh, the, the, <laughs> the, the main character wasn't it had nothing to do with resident evil but those films yeah. still made money so what the fuck do i know <laughs> all, all, all i know is that wreck one and wreck two are the best resident evil films that there ever will be mm-hmm. and, and it's funny because you think wreck one and wreck two perfectly embody Resident Evil when you, even when you think that Rec 1 is like Rec 2 is the strike team mm-hmm. so Rec 2 is basically like almost like you could say Rec 2 is the stars going into the mansion mm-hmm. it, but Rec it, 1 is how it got there yeah and and that's that you can't I d- those films, those films were made around the same time Anderson was making Resident Evil, and um, I, I, they're far superior, and they don't have any Resident Evil characters in them. And um, yeah. that, that maybe maybe I'm too tied to the games, but if you're going to adapt something from a game, tr- yeah. try and, at least try and do it. Just try. Well, that's the thing. Like you say that maybe you're too tied to the games. I think what film studios need to probably think about or embody is the fact that your first point of call is the audience that knows these things Mm -hmm. is so you look like obviously sometimes i mean it's it's kind of easier with books or yeah, I'm gonna say it's easier with books. You look at something like Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or even something, you know, like Twilight. It's you know 
book readers are a visceral reacting audience and they're not going to play games with you with you changing a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. but um i feel like they probably look i think do you know what it is? i think film studios in general look down on video game audiences i don't know why i think that's what it boils down to they look down on video game audiences because they don't i mean i'm gonna say since maybe spawn or or maybe blade let's say blade one Mm. right from blade one to now they don't look at comic books as the ugly stepchild of literature anymore Mm -hmm. they're like no 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 if we do what we're supposed to do the fans will love it they will embrace it they will watch it five times in a cinema they will make us billions of dollars they will eat up everything we do they will make everything their curtains their light their bedspread mm-hmm. their freaking trainers their clothing their pajamas and underwear everything is going to be this character mm-hmm. if we do it right and i think they don't look at video games in the same light but that's probably because video games don't really make the same level of money to their core audience that I think happens with books or with comic books even. Because yes, a a single issue comic book is not going to make vast superior amounts of money, Mm -hmm. but the IP of that character will always make that level of money. That's Mm -hmm. why we have, you know, Universal Studios has a in in Florida, the Universal Studios and the Universal Island of Adventure, which is a whole other part that was that is for the most part pretty much dedicated to Marvel. Mm-hmm. Right? Most of their roller coasters, most of their rides, they had a whole section where it's just Marvel. They had a parade, you know, like in Disneyland where they have parades of all the characters. They have a parade of Marvel characters bowling through and they looked the way that they did in like the 90s the 90s Spider-Man cartoon and the 90s X-Men cartoon and the 90s Fantastic Four cartoon so they know that the IP will make that with video games you don't really get that mm-hmm. which is why the most arguably the most faithful adaptation of a video game is Mortal Kombat 1 yeah. If you play that game and then you watch that film, you're like, holy, this is like almost beat for beat the same thing. I would have said Silent Hill. But um, yeah, I think you're right. No, honestly, it's it's Mortal Kombat because even if you think of the little nuances of Mortal Kombat, like if you played the first game, Reptile was a secret character. In the movie, Reptile pops up like a secret character. Yeah. The only character who is in Mortal Kombat 1, who's not in the game Mortal Kombat 1, is Katana. Mm. Everybody else is in it. And it's like, you have that, and it was masterfully done. Which is weird, because it was done by the same guy who did all of the Resident Evil films. So it's sort of like, you did this, and then you did this. Mm -hmm. To be fair, though... Mortal Kombat story isn't is so linear that yeah, it's, it's so basically well. it's basically Enter the Dragon. So to fuck that yeah. up, you'd have to be 
next level kind of special, to be fair. You know what I mean? But but funnily well, enough, they managed to do it in 2021. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, how the hell? What? What kind of? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to go there with that, with that as a rant. But yeah, it just kind of meh. Um, but yeah, I, I've, my my stance is on Resident Evil. I like Joe. I give no fucks. Yeah, you know I mean, I saw the pictures. I really noticed that he was Latino, etc. I just thought it was bad cosplay when I saw it. And I was like, what are they doing in the Spencer Mansion? It's Leon and Claire. They're not in there. They're clearly making up their own stuff. Or no, maybe... I, don't, I, I don't think they're in the mansion. I think oh, they're, they're not. I okay, think they're, they're not in the mansion. I think they're doing two, both the sto- they're doing the story of Resident Evil one and two at the same two. time because they because oh, they, okay. they, 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 do... they take yeah. place at the same time. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So may, maybe yeah. it's that. Maybe it's that, and maybe it might work out. Maybe it might work out. But I don't know, man. I I have zero I... interest in this film. Yeah, zero. Yeah, same. But we'll see. We'll see when it comes out, and we'll we'll, <clears throat> we'll chat then. But yeah, already. Um, next is okay. Okay, first look at Cable Bebop. Um, what did you guys make of it? I'm. I don't know. I feel weird about it because the characters do look fairly similar to how they're supposed to look however I feel like maybe maybe they look a little too much like how they're supposed to look mm-hmm. which might be a negative yeah it, do, it looks it does look weird <laughs> but um because I, you, know, I, the, it, it's, you know certain things work in, in the, animation it, yeah that don't really work in live action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my my biggest worry about this whole thing is that is John Cho can he can he do martial arts and will that will that project well on the screen? If he can't, um, I haven't seen the guy work out. I haven't seen him do any training. Maybe he has. Maybe he has. Who knows? But he's supposed to be a jit kondo uh, expert, mm. jit kondo, mm. and not uh, and specifically. So, um, we'll see. Um, uh, I see the, the actress that played Faye Valentine got herself into a, a bit of hot water like a couple of days ago. Oh, so, did she? Yeah. She's, um, she, she backlashed at the fans saying that, um, this, the, the clothing that she wears can't look exactly like they do in real life. Um, but then a whole bunch of people started putting images up of cosplays. Yeah. But again, no, but you know what? I literally said it prior to it. Certain things work well in animation. You can't, I think for, there's a lot of costumes and things. You can't hold them up. Mm -hmm. Uh, a cosplay to a movie because a cosplay, you're not like, I love cosplay. I love, seeing people take the time and effort to make themselves look like a character mm-hmm. <coughs> you can't take a cosplay and then say we're going to have a linear story with this right because like you got to think about you got to think I think a lot of cosplayers or fans of cosplay don't think of 
the backlash that will come from people who are not into cosplay. Mm-hmm. The people who are not into that realm, that world. If you're not interested in the fact of this person making themselves look like that person, mm-hmm. this you know, this person making themselves look exactly like that character that you love, that you have, you know, uh, an affinity for. Mm-hmm. You just throw them up. Like, look, look at, uh, let's be real, like, look at Scarlet Witch's costume in the comics, right? You can't have Age of Ultron, Civil War, Avengers Infinity War Endgame you can't have her in that outfit mm-hmm. right the 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 skin tight leotard joint she can't rock that mm-hmm. it won't work right you, you, you're not gonna have the same effect the gravity of the scenes aren't gonna look the same that's why even now at the end of of WandaVision when she puts on an outfit which is very much in line and resembling towards her comic costume mm-hmm. it's why it even looks different it's why she's wearing definitively black trousers with her red ensemble outfit because if she wore that leotard joint it's not gonna work mm-hmm. right cyclops cyclops is a triple o gangster g right in his 90s blue with the yellow trim X-Men outfit. Mm -hmm. It looked like that in the films. It doesn't work. Wolverine, Lord in heaven, right? You ain't never seen a man look more badass than with the the yellow and brown with the claws out. Mm -hmm. If he looked like that in the films, it doesn't work well. Mm -hmm. Right? So when you look at these things, you can't just be like, oh, so even when you say that she got herself in, in hot water, mm-hmm. she should have said nothing. Yeah, you're right. She should have said nothing. Like, this is not a, this is not in a great level of defense of her. Mm-hmm. She should have kept her mouth shut and been like, well, sorry, guys, you know, I, I don't make the costume. Mm-hmm. But she's not wrong. And I think that's the problem, is she's not wrong. She's what she said. She's not wrong. You know, you look at how many how many movies there are. Not everyone could... Look, Captain America. Captain America's costume in The First Avenger. He wears the comic-accurate Captain America suit. He wears it to be a parody of himself. When he goes off to fight, he looks different. There's only certain characters who get to look the way they look on the comic mm-hmm. or the way that they look in their animated show, mm-hmm. right? If they, trust me, if they make a live action Thundercats, Chitara is not wearing that, that yellow one piece or that orange one piece. She's mm-hmm. not rocking that. No matter how, no matter how many now, geeky fans die for her to be in that, she's not rocking that outfit right it's you have to pay attention you have to pay attention to what is logical what is realistic what can work so hey mm-hmm. but we went on a bit of a tangent but to bring it back i haven't seen enough episodes of cowboy bebop to be you know 
yeah. a real like any force in, in regards to whether it's going to be good or not. Mm-hmm. But looking at the images I've seen, I was like, maybe you guys look a little too much like your characters. Mm-hmm. Because if the if the other people in the film don't look the way that those characters look, if they look, you know, like regular clothing kind of thing, they might they're gonna look out of place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, I all all I say to that is that um, that the only other aspect of this that the only other aspect of this that I believe is 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 good is the um the composer. Mm-hmm. You've got the original composer back. Okay. I got Yo- uh, so Yoko Kano. Is, uh, he's, she's a big anime. To be honest, she should be bigger than she is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but um, she's on the level of John Williams, as far as I'm concerned. But um, um, uh, she's mainly stuck to doing stuff in Japan. And um, but she's very good at what she does, and um, the, the fact that they managed to get her for the for the series as well is the is the only aspect of it that I'm looking forward to. To be honest, um, I, I don't really care about the show because um, um, uh, I, I have my issues with it, but that's that's neither here or there. But um, um, the fact that they got Yoko, big, big, big respect. Um, mm. Other than that, I don't have much more to say on it. Touch. I'm not going to be hyped about an anime until I see a, a live action Afro Samurai. <laughs> it has to be Samuel Jackson. You're right, Search. I'll tell you, man, the perfect yeah. cast Samuel L. Jackson, and then as as even though Samuel L. Jackson plays both Afro and Ninja Ninja, mm-hmm. have Eddie Griffin or Kevin Hart as Ninja Ninja. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, 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 ooh, that's a that's a tough one, man. Mm-hmm. I almost don't want to see it. Nah, I'll tell you, right. I could cast that shit right now, man. The 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 what was it? The MT Seven. You have, uh, I think it's brother number one. That's Ben Kingsley, right there. Ah, Ben Kingsley. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. um, is um oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. Yeah, uh, in fact, man, I'm going to leave that alone. Um, yeah, but, uh, that, how do so, you feel about? Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> I have a problem with most of the costumes, to be honest. Um, Spike Spiegel's one, it's fine. Uh, Jay Valentine's one's probably the one everyone's got piping up about. But mm-hmm. the actress <laughs> looks the part. The costume isn't that dissimilar to the original costume. I think it does have lack of um, cleavage. But I mean, come on, man. Like, it's live action. What did you expect? It's not. You know, what I mean, they're not—they're not, they're not going to do that for for a Western film or Western series, regardless. Anyway, and even if they did, fair enough, good good on them. But um, you know, but then you know, Netflix will face another kind of backlash over it. Mm. Um, I don't think the costumes look that bad. Um, what's it? The exception being Jet, not because not because of the race swap issue, but because um, you that's probably the one where you're going maybe that is a bit too on the nose because you know obviously he has a metal arm the metal arm just looks a little bit plain Jane for my liking compared to what it is in the show um, the legs I see they're trying to at least match the legs but then you got to understand those he doesn't have metal legs those are actually like boots they 
they probably went a bit too OTT on on there and maybe just should have just given him normal normal looking boots. That way he doesn't stick out anything more than he norm than he than he does, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um so I think uh, I'm not really that fussed on the look of it. If anything, I think they've got the look. They've nailed the look, personally. Um <clears throat> do I think it'll be any good? Jerry's out. I share the same concerns as Joe. Um, with Spike Spiegel, he needs to be more of a martial artist. Um, sure, you could fake that, but um, and it's a bit of a big part of the character. So we'll have to see. Um, <clears throat> I like John Chow. I think he's a. I think he's a great actor as well. He's done quite a lot of dramatic stuff in his independent films a lot more these days um, than the comedy from his Harold and Kumar days. So I'm interested to see what he does with the character but again he was never my first pick i've never particularly been so- sold in the original anime he was actually a jewish guy my first pick was always adrian brody um after watching him in predators that that was kind of you know he's got the look and you know just give him an afro bang we're done but um you know my second choice was keanu reeves mainly because he can fight but um we'll we'll see man we'll see what We'll see what we'll see what the series shows. I mean, the fact they've got the original composer that's a big that makes a big difference for me as a fan. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll have to see again. I think it's a bit too premature to start like shitting on it. Even though I will be watching this very carefully, um, personally. But we'll have to see. <clears throat> I feel like I'm gonna like I have the show, like I have the whole show to watch, hmm. but. Considering this conversation, I am going to wait until the film is done and out, and then watch the film and then watch the show. Oh, it's, yeah. a, t- it's a TV show, but I don't want it because I feel yeah, like, it's a TV yeah. show. Yeah, because I, I I feel like I will if I watch because I've only watched I would say less than ten episodes, and I think if I watch the show properly, sit there watch it episode to episode, I'll really dislike the film. TV and show. I hate disliking. I hate dis. Oh, it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, TV oh. show. Yeah. No, 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 no. The live action one. Is yeah. A TV show. Yeah. It's a TV, it's a TV show, show. Yeah. Oh, my bad, Jerry. No, that's right. I feel like I will. I feel like I will really dislike it, and I don't want to dislike stuff. Mm-hmm. I like to like. But <laughs> Andrew Koji, just for the martial arts, Andrew Koji would have been my pick for Spike. Hmm. Well, actually, you know who would have been a great who if the guy could speak English. I don't know whether he can, but Max Zan. Is it Max Zan? Give me a sec. Am I thinking the right guy? Maxan, I don't know who that is, um, but um, he's, he's taking up airtime. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. um, <laughs> right. Anyway, um, yeah. You you find Maxan. I'm going to move on to the next topic. Yeah. Um, so more DC, more DC films from James Gunn. I don't know if that's a question or, but um, I, I I guess. He made a good film, but it just didn't do well. So, um, um, 
so maybe no. <laughs> um, I don't have an opinion on this. I haven't, I haven't uh, seen. I haven't, I haven't seen Suicide Squad. Yeah, Max Zang, Max Zang, Max Zang. He's the guy in it. He's he's the guy in Ip Man Three that um, had the spin-off Master Z. So ah. yeah, he'd be really good. He, he looks ju- the part. Is he Jewish? <clears throat> no, he's not. Okay. But in terms of you were going to go with an Oriental guy, he would have been. He would he would have been high up there, kind of thing, because motherfucking can fight. But whether he can speak English or not in an American accent, that's another. That's a whole other story. Well, but, that's why I say he does look. But he does look the part. Like he totally, hundred percent looks the part. Um, but back to the next subject. Topic. What, what are we talking about again? About DC DC films from James Gunn. Hell yes. Hell yes, that guy got a pick of any of any um, DC character that he could pick. He chose to go with Suicide Squad um, because that spoke to him. And plus, deep down, I think Warner Brothers wanted him to pick that as well, um, mainly because the first one was trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're like, "Hey, we got the guy now." Um, I thought he did an excellent job with Suicide Squad, regardless of the box office return. It looks like um, DC. DC Warner Brothers are still in the James Gunn business. Um, look, as long as James Gunn gets to be James Gunn on the next movie and does what he does best, cool. You know what I mean? Because that guy will research the material and actually give us a decent, decent like ride, man. So, and he's proven. He's proven his worth to me, so uh, I can't wait to see what he picks. Knowing him, he'll probably pick something obscure so he can put his own label on it rather than retread something that's established that we're all going to be like, oh, another version of that. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's my general thoughts with um, James Gunn and a DCU character. Uh, yours, Neil? Um... <clears throat> Well, I'm like, okay, so for me, Suicide Squad was good, but it wasn't great. Boo. <laughs> but, right. oh. just, yeah. Like, you know, I, I had my issues with it, but they're very minor, minuscule issues. In regards to James Gunn taking on more DC properties, yeah, go for it. I think he could he can bring a certain level of energy to a project that very few directors can. I'm like, he's in a class where really and truly the only other, his only other classmates, I, I think are people like Taika Waititi. Mm. Right? Um, and I would like to see him, and like Sash said, I would like to see him with different superheroes. So maybe someone like, I mean, the first person I thought would have been uh, Blue Beetle, but I know they're already making a Blue Beetle film with someone else, so... Mm. Uh, but, like, I'd like to see him take on something like Booster Gold. Yeah, I was going to say Booster Gold. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, <laughs> initially, like, the I think that maybe this is probably just, like, uh, maybe this is something like entrails coming from him doing Guardians, is I thought, oh, you know what, you'd probably do a really good job with something like the Green Lantern Corpse. Mm. Like, you give him that whole world to to mess around in, so you give him all the lantern colours and say, have fun, but don't include this, or have fun, but don't show that, and everything would be great, you know, because you've got... And, I mean, like, if... Dave Batista didn't turn up as a Red Lantern. 
I, like you're wasting my time. <laughs> if he doesn't turn up as a Red Lantern or as Killer Wog, then yeah. you're, you're, wasting, you're wasting a lot of my time. <laughs> but yeah, like he could do it. Him, give him his own pick, give him his own run. I'm sure he'd do something brilliant. Yeah, Joe, thoughts? Um, what was the question? Um, DC. More yeah, from James Gunn. Um, do you want to see more from James Gunn? I haven't seen this film from James Gunn. <laughs> um, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, but would you like? Would you like to see James Gunn have take on any of these DC properties? Any, any he, DC properties? He seems to get it, and um, that's more than every other director has been. Is I, I, I just maybe I'm the wrong person to ask, but um, <laughs> I, I don't like any of the DCU. Um, it's too convoluted. Um, they started off well with Man of Steel in ter- in in general, um, but as soon as it got to Batman vs Superman, I I I I I, re- I really dropped off. The, I dropped off from there, and um, I did like. Um, what else have I watched? Aquaman, Aquaman, Shazam. No, I didn't like Aquaman. Um, uh, Shazam, I've not seen. Um, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's possible. First Suicide Squad. Mm, yeah, I've seen <laughs> most of it. Um, I don't. I don't like the DCU. Uh, um, I. I think maybe he's a good. He's good for it because he mm-hmm. it, it just even from. I'm not saying he's the best for it. I think he's good for it because there's a consistency of James Gunn mm-hmm. um, that I don't think the other directors have. I mean, David Ayer. I think mm, I can't really comment too much because I haven't seen the entire film, but. I, I'm fascinated to see what he, if without the restraints on David mm. Ayer, I would like to see what he would have done. Mm. Um, other than that, between the eight million Jokers that are in this universe, um, I, I I don't. I'm v- I'm very disconnected from it. I, I don't I don't have a want to 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 go to it. Um, but yeah. I, I I don't I think James Gunn would be would be good to carry on. Uh, I, I'd like to see what he would do next, um, especially to. I'd like him to do a. Um, uh, what other film could he do? I would like him to do a Green, Green Lantern film. Um, I I think he's very immersed with. Um, It's, oh, I don't know what the word is, but I, I'd like to. If he was going to do anything else, I'd like to see him do Green Lantern. Mm. Oh, but that's that's it. I don't have much say in it, guys. I'm I'm in a bit of pain, so I'm just I'll be off. I'll be off for a second, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Shall I carry on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Let me just have a look. Okay, so do, 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 do. next up, Nicholas Holt is set to start set to start in Universal's Reinfeld, a monster movie about Dracula's lackey. Mm. 
Okay, this movie is by Chris McKay, who did The Tomorrow War uh, and The Lego Movie. Um, he's directing. The script is by Robert Kirkman and Rick and Morty's Ryan Ridley. So it, it's got to be a comedy, right? Mm. Um, literally about Dracula's lackey. How do you feel about that, Neil? Since you're the monster movie guy. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's weird because at first, when 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 I first read what you wrote, yeah. I read, okay, it's a film about Renfield. I thought, oh, okay, that could be interesting because it's basically almost like the story of Jonathan Harker, but uh, it ends badly. So, like, if Jonathan Harker is Luke Skywalker, then. Renfield is Anakin Skywalker. He's like, he came before and chose the dark side. Uh, I thought, okay, that could work. You know, I was like, it'll be weird, but it could work because, you know, Renfield does have a bit more of a part to play once they get back to England. Um, That said, it being by, like, Robert Kirkman, you know, is a genius, really and truly. Like, he gave us The Walking Dead and he gave us Invincible. And both of them are mind-numbingly brilliant. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, The Walking Dead is like, it went 11 years. It's got 11 seasons. They, they, they were on the final season now, which is season 11. Really? It's um, been on for 11 seasons? Yeah, 11 seasons. And it, 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 they, they, they're still making three movies to go on with it. It's got 11 seasons of The Walking Dead. There are, I think, about six or seven seasons of Fear the Walking Dead. And right. then there is another Walking Dead show. Right. Which, like, it's, like, it's expansive, what they've done. So that all comes from what Robert Kurtzman put on a page. Right. So that there is is proof of his work, and then Invincible, which is top five greatest comic book stories with superheroes in it. Mm. You know, and it is nothing to do with Marvel or DC, which is is yeah. phenomenal to do. So him and um, the guy who does Rick and Morty, and the thing is that anybody who watches Rick and Morty will be able to say like the jokes uh, and the humor and the, the the level of reflectiveness on society is really sharp. Mm. So it, it looks like it's all in good hands. I'm just I'm trying to think like I'd probably be under the mindset that they're not going to set it in back, like, in, you know, when Dracula was originally set. Mm. Like, I can imagine it would be a modern a modern update or modern retelling because of the fact that, you know. Mm. But with those writers, what they could do in present day would be great. Right. Okay. Mm. Um, I don't really have any two cents other than it sounds okay. It sounds like it's going to be a comedy. Um, yeah. 
but we'll have to see. Um, okay, so next up we have Megan Fox, 50 Cent, and Tony Jaa have joined the Jason Statham expendable spin-off movie. Um, we've got Sylvester Stallone, Longren, and Randy Couture set to return. How do we feel about the addition of the of these actors for the movie? I mean, um, I think what's the movie called? Um, Expendables. I thought it was just Expendables Four. I'm shocked. No spin-off name. Let's have a look. it called it is a it is a spin-off for sure um oh at the moment it's called a christmas story okay because um yeah because his character's named lee christmas yeah there we go so yeah yeah so a christmas story so maybe it's the the expendables a christmas story (laughs) set at christmas have shane black directing it i'm in no (laughs) no not for my made-up movie but no you know what tony jar up against Jason statham i'm in I'm in. I'm balls deep in. Um, to be honest, though, with Expendables, I think because the last one wasn't that great, this is probably a good way to like approach the franchise by giving all individual characters like their their own kind of movie before we build up to the next one, kind of like fucking mm-hmm. Avengers and shit. Um, but I've always thought that the idea was always good about the Expendables. We just haven't got the perfect movie just yet. I think two was great. It was really entertaining and really good. But I think, I think there could be a lot more done with these characters. Um, we just haven't got there yet. So I'm always up for seeing another Expendables. And um, in terms of this standalone Jason Statham movie, sure, I'm in. I'm in. I, I, I think it'll be a good time. Um, what's your thoughts, Joe? Um, what um, uh, Expendables? Expendables. Uh, um, a Christmas Story. Um. So okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um. um so yeah, we have the addition of uh, Tony Jaw, Fifty Cent, and Megan Fox joining joining the new spin-off movie called A Christmas Story. Um, Stallone, Lundgren. Randy Retour set to return. Um, well, my my reason for wanting to watch it is for Fifty Cent. Um, love the guy. <laughs> See, the thing is, I know you're taking a piss, but I really love Fifty Cent. <laughs> I love. I'm like, I'm happy to see him in a movie. I mean, look, I I am partially taking a piss, but I'm I'm also fascinated to see what he's like with yeah. with that ensemble because. Um, that he's the odd one out to me because I I don't think he can act. <laughs> but, um, what over Megan Fox? Yeah, she, well, she's she's clearly the love interest, right? <laughs> no, no, no. She's she's done a lot of um, action films in the past. Um, yeah, I saw, you know what? I saw the Megan Fox uh, movie with her and the cougar or the tiger or the leopard yeah. or something. And you know what? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad but in a joke kind of way. And mm. the thing was, there was bad acting in that, in that, in that film, mm. but she wasn't the bad actor. She was, she was actually like really straight, playing it mm-hmm. straight. 
She was actually pretty good, but the thing is, the material that she had to work with did not make her look bad in the slightest. Mm. The only thing bad I would say about it is that she looked way too much like Reagan Fox in the movie. If they made her look more battle-hardened, and that's mm. more the makeup and the director's department, mm. if they made her more, more like what a soldier should be kind of thing, mm-hmm. then she would have... It would have been it would have been a performance out of her, I reckon. Uh, okay, I'm going a bit too far, but like mm-hmm. she'd get a dramatic moment in there. But she wasn't she wasn't bad. She was very serviceable in it, and um, yeah, I think I, you know it made me see something different in her than I would in other film. You know, other films she's been in. Um, that I'm not saying she's a fantastic actress, but I gotta say she wasn't the weakest link in that movie, and there were many weak links in that movie. She was actually, she was actually like, okay, um, but in terms of her in an expendable movie, why not? It's it's expendables. It's never been about the acting. It's always been about the star power and uh, you know explosions and craziness. Um, I, 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 I guess I guess you know the news I really want to hear is when's Michael ba- when's Michael Bay doing one of these films, man? Because that's the only way you can top all of this shit. Get the biggest explosions in Hollywood to work with all of these guys, man. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. What's your Hang on. Did you say how you felt about it, Neil? Or are we done here? Uh, I mean, what is there to feel? No. Like, it's... I'm I'm 98% sure I'll watch it. Hmm. Um, I'm sure that... The thing is, 50 Cent as a person is very, very funny. Hmm. So I feel like he'll be there sort of like the, the comic relief. Hmm. But also because he's fifty cent, he's gonna basically be like a smaller version of Terry Crews's character, almost like. Mm. I feel like that that will be him there. Yeah, and he but... has a good working relationship with Sly Stallone because he's in like, I think the Escape in... Plan, Escape Plan. Yeah, he's all three, three of them. and that's the thing. He's yeah. in all three of them. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, moving along, we got. Um... So, Quentin Tarantino, who's on the Joe Rogan podcast, mm-hmm. one of many things that he considered for his last movie was a remake of First Blood with um, Adam Driver with Adam Driver as Rambo and um, what's his name? Uh, Kurt Russell as the Colonel. Mm-hmm. Um, there, this is a two-part question because there was two... There was two. There was two projects. He was looking at that and an all black cast version of Reservoir Dogs um, as his final movie. He's not doing either. He's like Reservoir Dogs could be a stage play, but he thought it'd be an interesting experiment. But Mm. how do you feel about both of those two projects? Uh, uh, It's weird, but neither of them appeal to me. They, I mean, they appeal to me because it's Tarantino. Yeah, but they don't appeal to me as projects because on for the first blood one, it doesn't appeal to me because I think because the book first blood and the film first blood are are quite different. Yeah, he was going to base it on the book. Yeah, um, yeah. I think. I think because of the nature of what is currently going on in the world, 
that is a bit too real. It's mm. a bit too real for people to see, uh, especially. I mean, what's been going on in the news over the last week or two weeks? Mm. Like, that's too real. Mm. Uh, but I mean, as a project, especially if we didn't have, you know, Rambo two, three, four, five. Uh, it could have worked because Adam Driver is an excellent actor and mm. I will always believe Kurt Russell is a grizzled military veteran mm. you know and just l- l- visualising First Blood the movie and visualising those two in those roles yeah they could they'd kill it mm. But even though they'd kill it, I still wouldn't want to see it. And with the all-black Reservoir Dogs, nah, that don't work. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. That don't work because, sorry, but like I know every time this kind of subject comes up, I always beat the same drum, but ain't no way in hell a group of, what is it, like eight or seven of them, like a group of seven or eight black dudes going to stroll into no diamond spot, rob the place and get that far away. Like, no, I'm sorry. The the, the police is going to get them. (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah, with the First Blood, with the First Blood reboot, um, you know, remake. I, I was kind of intrigued, man, if it was mm. more like the book. Obviously, I'm a big fan of, like, you know, the Stallone yeah. version of Rambo and stuff. I'm a huge mm-hmm. Rambo fan. Um, but I think it would have been interesting to see that, to be honest. If he if mm. he'd done it, I probably would have liked it. Um, mm. But again, again, I'd much rather see Tarantino do original content, like he's always done his whole career, or or um, an adaptation of a novel that hasn't been shown, like Jack, like what Jackie Brown was. That would probably be more up my alley to do something again like that. But then again, I guess that's what this was, you know. But, you know, maybe there are other novels out there that he's probably cherry-picking and looking at, mm. maybe. But we'll, we'll have to see. Um, Joe, what's your thoughts on either a First Blood remake with Kurt Russell as the Colonel and Adam Driver as the Rambo character, mm. or an all-black version of Reservoir Dogs. An all-black version of Reservoir Dogs? Are you insane? Yeah. yeah the, <laughs> well, Quentin Tarantino's on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he said these... They'll, these they'll projects... be shot before they even do the walk. <laughs> no, that's a dumb idea. Okay, well, he, luck, he, he luck, should he should know that he's an idiot. Well, l- lucky, luckily enough, it's not happening. But he did consider it. No, he's, he's that's stupid, and he knows that's stupid. Right. He, if he doesn't know what what country he's living in, it's it's it'll be it'll be a comic book film. <laughs> Look, the only be a comic way that movie film. works is if he's got seven Luke Cages mm. bullets bounce yeah, over. Them. I I just I I wouldn't believe it. And I don't think any black Americans would either. It's it's nonsense. But Look, the closest we got to that was Dead Presidents. Yeah. And anybody who's seen Dead Presidents yeah. knows how it ends. So what about uh, Rambo? He needs to concentrate on doing Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> so so do you do you want are you pro the 
QT Star Trek then? Yes. Yeah. Because oh, okay. Star, Star Trek needs a, a shot in the arm. Because Robert, Robert Kurtzman seems to be um, um, having lots of... Um, he's having you lots of... Al- uh, you mean Alex Kurtzman? Alex Kurtzman. Yeah, okay. yeah Alex, Kurtzman. Alex Kurtzman. He's having a, <laughs> he's having a ball with uh, ruining that shit. So, um, <laughs> um, uh, but but by the time he's finished with it, there'll be nothing to save. So, is um, is he the go go? I will go Quentin Tarantino Star Trek. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't f- ooh, doing a, a Rambo reboot. Especially going with what you just—I heard the end of that part. Of what's going on in Afghanistan right now? Not a good mm. idea. It yeah. becomes too real, man. Mm. I would leave that well. Alone. I wouldn't touch that with Quintons. <laughs> okay, so moving on, we have. Okay, so this was big news like two weeks ago, but uh, I'd bring it up now because I, I think this is insane. So Trey Stone and Matt Parker are set to make 14 South Park movies for Paramount Plus in a deal that is cost that's worth 900 million. By the way, this what what this fails to mention is that that 900 mil, million also includes Episodes. another another Four seasons. Um, no, Four. six seasons. Was it oh, six okay. seasons? Or four? It, was, yeah. it was multiple. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, a lot of seasons of South Park mm. for the next coming years, basically. Um, but 14 movies we're getting between now and the twi- And wait, two a year. Two a year, by the way. And mm-hmm. that's including this year. We're getting two movies this year. Because- there's, four, there's not even six months left in this year. I know, I right? I know. But this is the thing. This is the thing. Um, those two guys have written South Park movie sequels. One became um, one became game. like a two-parter. Another one became a video game. But they've got multiple movie ideas anyway, and they've said so in interviews throughout the year. So there are scripts. There's material, uh, you know, to be made. So I've, you know, but. No one would greenlight it, but Paramount Plus needed content, and they were just like, "Yeah, we'll, we'll fourteen. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you fourteen movies." I think this is insane. You know what I mean? Like, I thought well, normally when you hear movie news, you hear like, "Okay, one." You know, oh, it's one movie, another another movie, or or two, maybe two back to back, but fourteen. This is like next level insane, man. I mean, fucking hell, Matt Groening can't do this shit. But then I guess it's down. He's, to, he's done it. He's, well, he's yeah, done it. No, no, but fourteen Simpson movies. Come on, man. Oh no, I mean, but he's he's. I mean, he's already on season thirty-eight of the Simpsons. Yeah, it's, but, it's, it's, but, it's, but it's the longest. He's 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 done it. He's it's the longest running uh, sitcom in American history. Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm saying like fourteen movies. Back oh, to he back. definitely can't do it now because Simpsons owns owns uh, uh, yeah, yeah. is owned by Disney, so that's yeah. out the window. So I, I'm just my mind. My mind was blown when I read that. I was like, I cannot believe this. This this can't be real, but it is. It's good good for them, man, because I, yeah. I I like I like them. They they're not. 
I, I know um, some people hate me for saying this, but um, I feel that Seth MacFarlane is a little bit up his own ass. And um, um, and um, when they did that episode about Family Guy, it made me it, it made me chuckle. Um, um, and um, they're they're at yeah, they they just they they don't take themselves too seriously, and they. That's what I like about them. They don't take themselves too seriously at all, and um, I, it, it, they're, they're very similar to the guys who, um, the guy who writes um, 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 Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Mm. <laughs> very, very, very similar in terms of um, how they see things, and I like I like people like that, like that, mm. um, and I, I like shows like that. Um, again, uh, no offense to anyone that likes Seth MacFarlane, um, but. Um, it's, it's just not for me. It's just it's not for me. Um, oh, what you don't like Ramda Gay? It's not that I don't like it. It's that it came. It came very. It, it's. It's not for me. <laughs> it's just. It's, it's you know, not for me. I've always. I I, I, I preferred American Dad. That's that okay. felt more original because um, yeah. Family Guy was too close to The Simpsons for me, and I felt mm. he was retreading things that. I've seen this on another show, and so I, yeah. I just I stayed away from Family Guy. Uh, but American Dad, well done, well done. Yeah. He, he managed to capture, the, he managed to do, be able to do something that he could be wacky, but also mm. have a family unit, but also do whatever else the fuck he wants through the guise of that guy and him, mm. his links to the American Dan military. Smith. Yes, and so I, I, I really did like. Um, is American Dad still on? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's funny. Because I feel like I, I kind of feel slightly different because I feel like Family Guy came at the perfect moment because it was like The Simpsons. I think because when you, when I think of the the television run, it was like there was the Flintstones, then there was the Jetsons, then there was The Simpsons, mm. and. The Simpsons was sort of like we're gonna dabble in the raunchy stuff, mm-hmm. but we're not gonna like jump headfirst in. Mm-hmm. And then South Park came along, and South Park was literally cannonball off the top diving board into the deep <laughs> of you know what your parents will not like us, mm-hmm. but we're mm-hmm. happy that they don't. Yeah, you know, and it was like. Because I feel like South Park came about and then you had things like Jackass and you had things like Camp Kill Yourself and all of that. All that kind of came at, at, at a certain time. And it was like, South Park was... Like, Simpsons didn't go extreme enough. South Park went way too extreme. And then Family Guy came and sat right in the middle and was like, we'll please you both. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I, I like I really really enjoy Family Guy. Like I think I you're that. right. It, it does it does tread the same ground as The Simpsons. But I think what I really like about it is the the cutaways, mm-hmm. like where like they'll mention something and they'll cut away to it. I think those are brilliant. Uh, do, do you know what? I used to be very vocal about it when um, in the early two thousands, and then yeah. I I saw how why people liked it, and so. Mm-hmm. so I matured a little bit as well. <laughs> and, uh, uh, I was, okay, well, oh, 
people like what they like. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, it's a popular show. I can't knock it. Um, mm. it, it doesn't help that Seth MacFarlane can be, um, a shade Matt, annoying. Yeah, a little bit. Um, um, Matt Groening's humble. Um, uh, Trey, uh, Matt Stone and, uh, Trey Parker, they 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 don't take themselves seriously whatsoever. I, that's, kind of how I see myself in that I guess I embed myself a little bit more in in their rhetoric as opposed to I don't really know much about Seth other than he can sing he can he's a good yeah. singer he's a really good singer um, I think the I think like sorry to interject but I think the the issue probably with Seth MacFarlane is Seth MacFarlane is of those kind of people so you think the guy that you think the the people behind Rick and Morty people behind The Simpsons, the people behind South Park, the people behind Family Guy, of that core group of people, Seth MacFarlane is like the Kevin Hart of them. He's the one who got like the most exposure because, you know, Matt Groening, he made The Simpsons and he made Family Guy. And, sorry, he made The Simpsons and he made Futurama. Futurama. And if... And to this day, I'm like... I've seen what he looks like, but I couldn't pick him out in a lineup. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. a, re- a regular guy. He's yeah. literally just a regular guy. That's it. The guys who did um, South Park, Matt and Trey, mm. they, like, I instant instantaneously remember what they look like. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like you say, they don't take themselves too seriously. And I remember it was really weird, but I remember them in, they're in, I think they, they're interviewed in the documentary Bowling for Columbine. Mm-hmm. And when they're interviewed, like the way that they speak, it's sort of like, you might not like what they produce, but you have to respect the people that they are. They're very smart. They they they, yeah, they, they understand re- what's going on. That's it. You have to respect that, like a thousandfold. Mm-hmm. With Seth MacFarlane, whilst I personally like the guy and I like the stuff that he does, I don't hate him. I'm just I'm, yeah yeah I'm yeah. yeah. Like, well, I like I'm I'm a fan of Seth MacFarlane's work. Uh, but it is he does have a really kind of like he is very much exposed because it's he does the voices of so many different characters on on his shows and i remember they did a live show i think they did a live show where it was him and the woman who's who is meg not meg sorry who's lois who who voices lois and the two of them the two of them were doing like a duet and singing a bunch of songs and then remember he's done ted and he's got a million ways to die in the West, and he's got the Orville. It's like he's very much kind of in a very short space of time. He's very much like in your face. He's a character in the Futurama as well, uh, Seth MacFarlane. I can't remember which one, but um, it's it's one that breaks out into singing, <laughs> so, okay. which which makes yeah, sense. He's very much in your face, especially compared to the other guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see how that might rub people sometimes the wrong way. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's a it's a very select community. The the animation, the adult 
the adult entertainment animation community in the sense yeah. that it's it's more broad it's not really adult uh, animation but um in in the sense you've got very particular unique characters yeah. that come up with this stuff and so um i guess there's going to be clashes uh, in, in so, to some degree but um but yeah I, it, this was um to, to bring it back around um yeah. 14, Those... 14 South Park movies, Neil. How do you how do you feel? Two that two on, at the end of this year. On one hand, I'm like, that seems like a lot, but at the same time, like Matt and Trey have made South Park their life. They've made it literally their kingdom. And it's the thing that they can they can always go back to. They can dip into it, go do something else, come back yeah. and But even even with the, the dipping into it, I think they've made it so much of their life. They did what I feel what Robert Kirkman did with Invincible, which is they got into it and all they did was just add more and more layers to it. I mean, mm. yes, it's South Park and it's funny and you're supposed to basically just watch it and then dip but out the, of it. But there are layers to it. There are a lot but of layers to South so Park. there are so many layers to it. And, you know, it's sort of like... It's the kind of thing of they wouldn't have... I don't think they would have signed that deal without having at least half of it somewhere plied out already mm-hmm. I feel like that they're like it's going to be 14 movies and and 6 seasons and they're probably like in their head it's like well that's what it's going to be to you to us it's going to be like you know 7 movies and, and 3 seasons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean the, the, the fact they got cancelled this year um, mm-hmm. the, um, I, I was it was supposed to be for a specific episode that either Disney didn't like. What um, the show got cancelled? Yeah, the show got. It, was it the third time that they they did the mouse? Well, this time it was like, the, <laughs> I think it was the third time when when the mouse became Mecca Mecca Mouse. I think it was. Oh no! Because <laughs> there's the episode where where Mickey beats the shit out of the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the episode where he buys where he's like pointing at everyone and he's like I fucking own you I own you you." and then it's like I think it's is it Kyle's dad is there and he's like do I fucking own you who are you (laughs) yeah 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 that's um um uh, oh yeah, that's that's quite late that's that's last season's um Mm. who are you I don't know this guy we own him not yet sir (laughs) yeah someone in the background (laughs) you know so it's like things like that and I was like in the world of cancel culture, you need something like South Park to exist. Yeah, you really do. Because you need something like it's like for a while, I think the Boondocks was kind of like that, but it was mm. before cancel culture, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you know, that got murdered as a show. So I mean, we need something that still stands its ground. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well. Well. Let's yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. Okay. Uh, are we? It's... Yeah. We're done. We're done. Are you sure? Yeah. Sure. We'll save it for next week. 
Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, sorry, I wasn't in the in my best. Um, I I'm still not fully better. And uh, when the yeah. when what what I'm taking when it runs out, the pain comes back in a huge way. <laughs> so um, well, that's anyway. right, man. You focus on you getting better, man. I'll, I'll be fine, man. I'll be fine. It's it, it just it was unexpected because I n- I never get pains in the evening, so um um I'm thinking what the fuck is, what is that about? Anyway, um uh thanks for taking over Satch while I that's right. Um, I, all, all I say is uh thanks guys for um this has been a kind of a makeshift um episode, but um thanks for uh, joining and um um. I'll be a lot better next time. <laughs> I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be on my A game. <laughs> and, um, yeah. <laughs> what is that noise? Don't know. Anyway. Must be on your end. I can't hear anything. Yeah, I think it's on my end. Um, I hope my. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Satch, Neil, thank you for uh, joining me. Uh, this has been the Z Days Game yeah. Podcast, and we're out. Peace. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Come on, come on, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Come on. I am the man that killed Jamie Lannister. <laughs>